We know that you want to build your family on the right foundation from the very start, the foundation of Jesus Christ. Concordia Publishing House offers more than 8,000 products for churches, schools, and homes, dedicated customer service, and an experienced staff to help you focus on what matters most. Click to connect at cph.org. Concordia Publishing House, listening, responding, providing for God's people. Concordia Publishing House, cph.org. First Amendment rights are especially important when they are under pressure, when we are tempted to compromise those rights because of a crisis or an emergency. That's precisely when we need to double down and say, no, whenever we give up these rights, historically, bad things happen. Bottom line is the world always does the world in a much more compelling fashion than the church does. People should study the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod and how it saved its seminary in the early 70s in a conflict that's called Seminex, because it might be one of the real examples of saving an institution that was going in the other direction. It was Luther's letter to the Christians of Frankfurt. They weren't quite certain about their pastor. He said, look, just ask him, what's in your hand? What are you putting in my mouth? And if he can't say the body of Christ, run. Don't stay there. Leave. Nonagenarians in Northern Virginia love listening to issues, etc., while lounging in their lazy boys. Okay, Google, play Lutheran Talk Radio. Streaming Lutheran Talk Radio from TuneIn. If you Google the subject, suicide and abortion, you will find two diametrically opposed sets of claims. One set says that abortion restriction increases the suicide rate of women. The other says women who have abortion are more likely to commit suicide. So which is true? Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc. Back live on this Tuesday afternoon, January the 3rd. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. Dr. Michael New of the Charlotte Lozier Institute will join us to talk about a new study on pro-life laws and suicide rates among young women. We'll discuss a law and gospel approach to abortion with Deaconess Tiffany Manor, Director of Life Ministry for the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We'll go through your listener email and the Issues Etc. comment line. Our email address, talkback at issuesetc.org. The Issues Etc. comment line, 618-223-8382. And then we will study the Epiphany Hymn Within the Father's House with Pastor Will Whedon of The Word of the Lord Endures Forever. Dr. Michael New is Visiting Assistant Professor of Social Research and Political Science at the Catholic University of America, Associate Scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Page Comstock Cunningham Fellow, with Americans United for Life, a columnist for National Review Online, and author of an essay titled, No, Pro-Life Laws Do Not Lead to Higher Female Suicide Rates. Dr. New, welcome back. Uh, thanks for having me. Happy New Year. What did uh, a recent study published in the Journal of the American Medical Association Psychiatry claim about abortion restrictions and suicide rates? Sure. This new study published by the American Medical Association of Psychiatry found that state-level pro-life laws and pro-life policies actually increase suicide rates among young women, women aged 20 to 34. But as we'll discuss later in this interview, I think the study's flawed, and I think there's actually good reason to believe that pro-life laws actually lower suicide rates. So how is the, the study flawed regarding to its own time frame? Sure. The study looks at state-level suicide data from every year from 1974 to 2016. During this time, abortion was legal in all 50 states, and maybe with a few very short-term exceptions, there was at least one abortion facility operating in all 50 states. So you didn't see really big state-level disparities in terms of access to abortion. 
Did the study analyze different kinds of abortion restrictions? Uh, no. The study only looked at one kind of pro-life law. And the pro-life law it looked at was clinic regulations, which are they deem trap laws. So essentially, I thought that was a very strange law for these researchers to analyze, that sometimes these clinic regulations do result in the closure of abortion facilities, but they don't necessarily have a clear and consistent impact on abortion rates. So it really was a very strange law to look at because, again, these clinic regulations don't necessarily always have a clear impact on either abortion rates or access to abortion. What vital abortion metrics did the JAMA study omit? Sure. I think if you want to look at access to abortion, you could have looked at abortion rates. You could have looked at abortion ratios. You could have looked at the number of facilities in a given state that do abortions. That have been far, far better measures of access to abortion than uh, these clinic regulations that the study did analyze. Did the study look at the impact of other pro-life laws? No, it did not. Uh, I mean, again, it focused only on these clinic regulations, which, again, I don't think are a good measure of access to abortion. So how is this study flawed regarding the issue of suicide rates state to state? Yeah, sure. I mean, one of the things that the study does not hold constant is state-level trends in suicide rates. And one thing we've seen since the early 2000s is that there's been a slight but steady increase in female suicide rates. So I'm thinking what likely happened was that after these clinic regulations were put in place, suicide rates went up, but it was because of this broader trend in many states. It wasn't because of the regulation. So if they had held constant like state-level trends, you might have had a, a different outcome or different results. What does other credible research suggest about the real relationship between abortion and suicide? There's actually some good studies that show that, first, some pro-life laws actually reduce suicide rates. There was a good study that was published in the journal Economic Inquiry in 2012, which found that state-level pro-life parental involvement laws actually reduce suicide rates among teenage girls. And that was a very rigorous and a very well-done study. There was also some research out of Finland, I think a study that looked at women who obtained abortions between 1987 and 1994. Their suicide rate was three times higher than that of the general population. So there is some good research which shows that you know, women who obtain abortions are actually more likely to commit suicide. How have the media covered this JAMA study? Yeah, unfortunately, the media has just covered this study very uncritically. The outlets that have covered it have just simply reported on the findings. They have not reached out to any pro-life group or any pro-life researcher for other kinds of commentary. They've just been very uncritical. What do our listeners need to know about the American Medical Association and its journal network when it comes to the issue of abortion? Sure. The American Medical Association supports legal abortion, like many professional organizations do. And, you know, academic journal editors in general tend to be academic liberals. Very often, journal editors support legal abortion. And they're kind of very eager to publish studies which claim that pro-life laws are harmful. And again, I think that, you know, it's unfortunate that this study was not really reviewed by anybody who is pro-life who could have offered a different perspective. Dr. Michael New is visiting assistant professor of social research and political science at the Catholic University of America, associate scholar at the Charlotte Lozier Institute, Paige Comstock Cunningham Fellow with Americans United for Life, a columnist for National Review Online, and he's authored an essay titled No Pro-Life Laws Do Not Lead to Higher Female Suicide Rates. You can read it at our website, issuesetc.org. Click Talk On Demand Archives. Dr. New, thanks. 
Uh, thanks for having me. Folks, Life Week 2023 with Lutherans for Life is Sunday, January 15th through Saturday, January 21st. Learn more at lutheransforlife.org, lutheransforlife.org. We'll talk about a law and gospel approach to abortion with Deaconess Tiffany Manor next. Listen to the best of the church's Christmas music during the entire Christmas season at LutheranPublicRadio.org. During the 12 days of Christmas, Lutheran Public Radio, LutheranPublicRadio.org. Psalm 144.1 Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Those serving in the armed forces want LCMS chaplains. We need courageous pastors to bring the gospel and sacraments to those protecting our nation, along with wise counsel and the peace found only in Christ Jesus. If you are between the age of 26 and 43 and have a heart for ministry in the armed forces, call 314-996-1337 or email lcmschaps at lcms.org. Defending life from beginning to end. You're listening to Issues Etc. You wish your classical school could do more for struggling learners? Uncertain where to begin? The Memoria Press Schools Division includes Cheryl Swope, author of Simply Classical, a beautiful education for any child. The Schools Division will happily assist your school. Memoria Press offers an entire line of special needs resources for teaching math, reading, spelling, and more. Contact schools at memoriapress.com or order directly from simplyclassical.com with coupon code LPR23. It's finally Christmas, the family is home, the tree is all dressed with Christmonds alone. It's time to reflect on what God has done by giving the gift Christ Jesus his Son. Born of Mary the Virgin to take all our sin by granting us salvation and a new life in him. With angels, shepherds and kings from afar, we find the Christ child by Bethlehem's star. He brought peace to the earth from the Father above and reconciled us with his heavenly love. A very blessed Christmas from Ad Crucem.